The Kindness Podcast is made possible by Cornwell Properties in Athens, Ohio. Cornwell Properties offers Ohio University students the best locations to live in Athens. All of their apartments are either on Court Street or within one block. Cornwell Properties. Location matters. Visit their website, cornwellpropertiesathens.com, for more information. Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Sharon Kirkpatrick's life was forever changed when she lost her 20-year-old son, Drew. In honor of Drew, she started the nonprofit Smiles from Drew, where she raises money to pay for kids to play and participate in extracurricular activities. Sharon, thank you so much for talking with me today. I know you have a son, and his name is Drew, and he passed away at age 20. That was in 2015. Can you tell us about Drew? Oh, man. Drew was, he was amazing. He had this spirit that he just loved people. He had the most contagious smile. You couldn't not smile when you were around Drew. And he had the best hugs ever. He was just an awesome kid. Just so full of love? Oh, my goodness. He just loved everybody, and he wanted everybody to be happy. He was just one of those kids that he would go, and you knew if he asked you how his how your day was, he would look at you, and it was like he was looking in your soul. He just, and he truly wanted to know. It wasn't, it wasn't just, just asking for kindness. He was just, he truly wanted to know how you were doing. Mm-hmm. Sharon, I'm sorry. I want to just ask, was Drew sick? Did you have warning you were going to lose him, or was this sudden? It was very sudden. He actually, he had overdosed on some pain medication. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hmm. And, you know, we had no warnings that he um, was even messing around with that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, one day he was there, and one day he wasn't. And it changed my world completely. Right. But it, it seems as if you found a strength in that. I mean, how much time passed between losing Drew and then starting the the Smiles from Drew organization to help others? Probably, um, I probably did it a little quicker than I probably should have. Um, he died in August of 2015, and by February, I was already applying for our 501s and um, state statuses for a nonprofit. Um, I had started, I knew in the very beginning that um, I couldn't just let him go, mm-hmm. and it had started as just pay it forward. I had gotten a whole bunch of pay-it-forward cards and so that people could do random acts of kindness and Drew's name. And I would do a lot, but I just didn't feel like it was enough. And Drew was involved in every single sport you could imagine. Football, baseball, basketball, wrestling, guitar lessons, everything you can imagine. He wanted to do, he would do it. And it was really important in our family because I raised him as a single mom. He and his um, sister, and it was important that they stayed busy, mm-hmm. and it was always hard. And um, I knew 
I wanted to do more. And I kept having these thoughts of football, football, football. And Smiles started with just giving away a few scholarships for football. And I thought that was going to be it. That was going to be it. And I realized I wanted to do more and more and more and more. So when you say Smiles from Drew as being, you know, paying for scholarships for football, you're talking about at the school level, at the middle school level, high school level for these kids because it's expensive to pay for extracurricular activities? Yeah, we're actually talking about mostly elementary school. We have youth leagues. It's called, um, here in town, we have a couple of football leagues for ages 6 to 12. Mm -hmm. And Drew was in, from the time he was 5 years old on, he was always in football. And some of our greatest memories, were on a football field and he loved football and so and I knew how hard it was for me to come up with the money for the registration fees and I knew other parents would be struggling with that also and so that's how we started mm-hmm. beautiful what's the significance of the lion and the two squirrels on your logo when Drew was younger We had gone to the zoo one time, and there was this squirrel that kept following him. He was probably like nine years old. And he tells me, Mom, I think the squirrel's my spirit animal. I said, oh, really? And so from then on, he just, everything with squirrels he loved. And as he got older, when he was in his late teens, he started getting into the idea of the lion and the fierceness and the protectiveness. And he actually had a tattoo of a lion on his chest. And I knew I wanted to incorporate those things. And it's funny, is every single time I, almost every single time I think about Drew, a squirrel pops up somewhere. Oh. So I tend to gravitate more towards the squirrels than the lions. Yeah. So how can people, you know, I... As a mom who has lost a child, what advice do you give to people about what was especially helpful that people did or especially not helpful then at the time of specific crisis and even now when the grief lingers? It does linger and you could be okay for a long time and then all of a sudden I call it my blanket. You can feel it kind of slowly creeping up Mm -hmm. and I think just All we want to know is that they're thinking of our child and that, um, that they're thought of. And I think the most important thing is not being afraid to say their name and not being afraid to tell us the stories that we're going to be sad. Well, we're sad already Mm -hmm. and it makes us, we may cry, but it makes us super happy to hear that our kids made an impact on someone else's life besides just ours. Mm-hmm. So do you, did you find that helpful when at the time when you lost Drew and now, or was it especially, was it more necessary then? No, I think it's more necessary now. As time goes on, you have this, you know, this almost overwhelming feeling that they're going to be forgotten. And the more we get told that they won't be forgotten, that the lessons that they've taught us are going to stay with us forever, which is why Smiles from Drew is so important, because 
that adds to me being able to tell the story of Drew and my love for Drew without necessarily always getting the sad eyes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get to talk to him with joy. Mm-hmm. How can other people use kindness to get through the really rough stuff in life? Well, I know that the deepest moments of grief that I've had when I've stepped out of myself and done something for someone else, it's lifted that blanket. The grief is always there, but there's times where it feels like you can't go on. But when I've stepped out of myself and given, you know, hats to the homeless shelter or helped somebody that I wouldn't have necessarily done, then I feel better. And I feel like I get much more out of it than they do, because then I feel like I can go on. There is a reason for me to be here. Mm -hmm. Is that the feeling that you get when you see these young recipients, you know, in their football uniforms for the first time? Oh, they are so cute. And I can just, you know, because these moments are these kids wouldn't have been able to play and they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't have been able to just enjoy themselves. And it's 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 almost like your own kids seeing them on the field or the basketball court or the baseball diamond. You know, you get that you get so excited for them. How do they react to this gift? You know, I. I think some of them don't even realize it, um, you know, because their parents have already taken care of that. They've filled out the application and whatnot, and they're just excited to be able to play, which is how Smiles is morphing just slightly, because our goal for this year is to work on more children that I've been calling them the forgotten children, the children that... Um, would never tell their parents that signups are happening because they know. They know when they look in the fridge at the end of the month and the only thing in there is a bottle of ketchup, they know there's no way they're going to be able to play basketball. So they don't ever say anything. Yeah. And they they want to be, they're like, no, I don't want to play. I don't want to play. I don't want to do any of it because I don't want to put that on my parents. Mm-hmm. And so those are the kids we want to start reaching out to, the kids in the foster care program, the kids that wouldn't say anything. Gosh, that is such an important demographic, and it's so important for for me and I think for our listeners to remember that kids are so smart, and they know sometimes the burden that it's going to be for their family to, to try and do anything extra, which is why, you know, kindness is so important, whether that's giving a donation to the the local school or or whatever that that ends up being. Do you have ideas for ways that people in other parts of the country can get involved in in a smiles from Drew sort of idea? I think probably talking to the local leagues around your town and finding out what the need is. Um, talking to schools, the school counselors at some of the local schools we have have been real helpful. And finding me the kids that they want to play but don't ever say anything. Okay, great advice. Great and advice. connecting with the people that know. Mm-hmm. Great advice. So you also do a project that I'm really touched by, and it's called 14 Days of Joy. And I feel like 
that is yeah. so important for people because everybody goes through very sad times. But can you explain what that is? I started the 14 days of joy leading up to Drew's anniversary date. I knew that it was going to be the hardest days of my life. And, but I also knew that I needed to remember how much joy he brought to me and spread that because all that love I had pinned up for him that I couldn't give to him, I could give to somebody else. And I've actually, we've done it for three years in a row, and I make cards, and I pass them out everywhere. Um, I make a Facebook um, group, I mean, event, and I ask people to um, show us what they do for their joy. We've taken flowers to the nursing home, given out balloons on our plaza. Beautiful. You have, speaking of Facebook, so many ideas, even aside from the 14 Days of Joy event. You have so many ideas on Facebook of ways to be kind, and they're, they're, they are a wide spectrum of ideas. How do, you, how do you come up with all of those? Well, the Kindness Foundation is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the Random Acts of Kindness. Um, I still, yes, I steal quite a bit from them. And... Um, your podcast helps a lot. Well, thank you. And I can tell you is that when I listen to you, I feel so much better. And I could be all down in the dumps and I listen to one of your shows and I'm like, yes, mm -hmm. I do make a difference. Wow, Sharon, that means a lot to me because I sit in this tiny little booth <laughs> and Engineer Adam is on the other side of the, the glass wall and uh, and then it, it, it goes out and you never know if anyone listens to it or not. So I appreciate that because I feel like it's so important to put kindness out there and that's exactly what you're doing. And, you know, on Facebook, I see all of those ways to be kind. And how have um, Madison and Molly, your daughters, how have they joined in on this project? Well, Madison is my older one. She's 19 now. And it's a little harder for her because it hits a little closer to home. Mm -hmm. um, because she was, she was 16 when he passed away. Mm -hmm. And um, she grew up with him. And Molly and Drew are 18 years apart. And so she was only three when he passed away. But you can see that, especially with Molly, it's all she's known so far. So she holds out people's chairs and she'll talk about smiles. And it's really quite sweet to see. Mm -hmm. She's six, seven years old now. Is that right? She's six. Okay. Wow. That's really changed probably what her personality will grow into, don't you think? It is, and I've always worried about that, but I think in some ways being around, and I'm very honest with my grief, so when I'm sad, I'll say, you know, I just really miss Bubba right now. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I miss Bubba too. And so we try to be honest. You know, sometimes some days are just harder than others. Right. Right. But what valuable lessons to teach her to be vulnerable and then to teach her to to 
lean into kindness in those times when it is so hard and you'd rather just pull the blanket up over your head. So how has being so focused and intentional about kindness changed you? Well, I would like to think I was always a fairly kind person, (laughs) but I see situations more than I ever would have before. You know, I'm, it's like you have that eagle eye as how can I help someone? You know, I don't wake up in the morning going, ah, but you get into situations and you're like, oh, I can do something to help this. And I think it gives you more power. It, and it just, it just makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when you can't do everything just to know you can do something. Right. And I think that's part of my biggest problem is is I do want to do everything (laughs) because growing the foundation of Smiles from Drew, growing our organization in some ways, I kind of feel like I'm still parenting Drew because I get to grow this wonderful organization and put all my love that I would be giving Drew and putting it into this. What a cool way to look at it. Oh. Before I let you go, Sharon, would you share a favorite kindness story with me? It can be about Drew or not about Drew. It, it doesn't matter. Just something that comes to mind that where kindness really struck you. Well, I think the one thing that really comes to my mind is it was Drew's second birthday. And what I did for Drew's birthday is I'll go to one of our local bakeries, the Smith, the Walmart, or whatnot, and buy a birthday cake for a little boy that has a birthday the same weekend as his birthday. And um, it took me quite a few bakeries to get through to get them to understand. I just wanted to pay for a birthday cake. And um, I ended up and I pay for the birthday cake and I put one of Drew's pay it forward cards on there. And I get this call from this lady that's like, crying, sobbing, and she said that she had gone to the store to get her son's birthday cake. He was turning six, and he had autism, and um, she didn't have enough money for the birthday cake, so she was gathering change, and she was just hoping she'd have enough, and then she came, and it was paid for, and she's like, you don't even know what that means to us, and I was like, you don't know what it means to me to be able to do this. And every time I do an act of kindness, I think of this lady and helping her with a birthday cake, a simple birthday cake. And what that made me feel like. Wow, that story gives me chills. Wow. Doesn't it? Yes. And then it, 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 and it reminds me like, you know, even if that woman had never called you to tell you, the effect was still the same for her. You still touched her in a way that she desperately needed to be touched. And so how many times a day do we interact with someone or do something and we think, oh, whatever, that's just the little kindness I'm doing today, but it really matters to that person and we never find out. You know, that makes, oh, that makes kindness so fun. So fun. Mm. It does, it does. And that's why it's so contagious. That's right. Sharon, thank you so much for talking with us. And and I can see smiles from Drew growing big and going all across the nation, helping kids to, to really be able to engage in the extracurricular activities they want to do. So thank you for, for keeping his name alive. Thank you so much. 
That was a conversation with Sharon Kirkpatrick. You can learn more about Smiles from Drew at www.smilesfromdrew.org. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich and intern Chloe Meston. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section. Thank you.